Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is a midweek edition. Today is Wednesday, October 7th. And if you've been following along uh, with Mission Hill stuff, we've been kind of dipping our toes back into the water of gathering in small groups outside, wearing masks, doing all the social distance protocols, obviously better than the White House is. So we've been dipping our toes back into uh, gathering in person again, but we're still doing podcasts uh, here on the website and uh, wherever you get podcasts at. And so I wanted to do a little bit of a midweek podcast because this past Sunday we had our annual beach service. Usually every usually every uh, Sunday, um, first Sunday in October, we do uh, our annual beach baptism. Obviously, COVID nineteen, we didn't baptize anyone because uh, that's a that's kind of a contact sport. So we just had a beach service and did uh, a baptism reflection. You know, every Sunday, every first Sunday in October when we go to the beach. We have a service and a liturgy, and we take communion together, and we sing songs uh, and worship together, and usually we'll have a homily around um, a significance of of baptism. So I did a a short homily this Sunday around uh, a couple of themes in baptism that I just wanted to, to share here on the podcast. For those that weren't able to make it, uh, I know it's a it's a bit of a trek out to Malibu. It was a beautiful day. We had uh, a great time. It was great getting to to see everybody that can make it out. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share this uh, short homily. Uh, this Sunday we will be back in person at the parsonage behind the church on Sunday at 10 a.m. Uh, and I will put out uh, a podcast. Uh, ahead of that, and then we'll kind of do a little bit of an experimental liturgy communion on on Sunday as well. Wear a mask, social distance, all that kind of stuff. Um, and this week we are starting a new series in the run-up to election called Let's Talk Religion and Politics. So we're going to be starting a conversation around what does it mean to be uh, a person who cares deeply about issues that uh, face our collective life together, and what does it mean to uh, have our, our faith and to be a follower of Jesus inform that in a healthy and integrated way? So that's kind of our hope for what we're going to go, where we're going to go on uh, Sunday. And then we will have a, a few guest speakers throughout uh, the month of October, all the way up to November 1st, the Sunday before the election. So that is kind of a little bit of uh, what is ahead of us as a community. And I uh, hope you can join us if you're if you're around in the area. So, all right. So beach service uh, 2020. Obviously, nobody got baptized this year, but I wanted to share this verse from John 12:24. I assure you that unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it can only be a single seed. But if it dies, it bears much. I want to look at two themes around uh, baptism. Baptism as <clears throat> baptism as death and rebirth, and baptism as a testament to our ongoing tra- transformation in falling into the love of Christ. Um, and this part is um, it has to do with you know how are we uh, to be in the world in Christ. Uh, I often say how baptism 
is the moment in Christian life when we get it. Yeah, when we really truly get it. Um, sometimes this happens slowly over time. Other times, for other people, um, it is it is a moment where the light comes on and, and you get it. Uh, but it encapsulates uh, the experience of the abiding grace um, found in Christ and the experience of being swept up into God's love. Uh, for me, uh, uh, it was a longer process. It was experiences over time where I became increasingly aware and sometimes overwhelmed by being um, enfolded into something uh, so much bigger than um, than who I, who I was or, or my time and place or my personality. And so for me, it was that that process of getting it. Um, it happened. It happened over time. Um, I love that in the Christian uh, tradition of baptism as initiation uh, in the in the truest sense, you know, it's it's not it's not adding anything. Paradoxically, uh, it reminds us that we are dead and being raised into new life with Christ. Uh, Paul Paul says it like this: Therefore, we were buried together with him through baptism into his death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead, we too can walk in the newness of life. And it reminds me of that, that phrase that I read at the beginning where Jesus says, I assure you that unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it can only be a single seed. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. The Christian experience is discovering that our true life is found in Christ. And this happens paradoxically through this process of, of death, dying to dying to yourself, dying to ego, whatever you want to call it. In baptism, we, we die before we die. As an experience that um, the, we've discovered the only truth that has ever existed is God's eternal grace carrying us through our lives. The phrase from David White comes to mind, the truth at the center of the image you were born with. It's the truth at the center of the image you were born with. Or as the poets would say, um, this love is the face that you had before you were born. The truth at the center of the image you were born with. Paul Tillich calls it this moment that, that we get it, um, the, that we can accept that we are accepted. That grace is this deep acceptance, but we're able to accept that we are accepted. Uh, to know that God loves us forever, only as we are and never as we will be. In baptism, we are dipped into the water, dead and raised into our first breath, which is always given to us continually. Breath, breath, breath. It's gift, gift, gift. When Jesus was baptized by John in the Jordan, a voice calls out to Jesus, Beloved, and this truth is also ours in baptism, loved loved, loved. Jesus is, he's not simply a teacher, um, but he, he offers himself into the initiation waters of baptism, submitting to his death, letting go into love. He doesn't, he doesn't ask of us anything that he also doesn't demonstrate himself, death and resurrection. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it can only be a seed, but if it dies, 
it can bear much fruit. Perhaps this is a moment for us to remember the face that we, were, we had before we were born, the truth at the center of the image you were born with. Who are you to be in the world? What is your truth to embody in your life? A good example of, of a good way of thinking about this is, uh, you know, we know Jesus was a carpenter, a day laborer, a tecton, he worked with his hands. Um, but then after he's baptized and he starts his ministry, he starts referring to himself as the Son of Man or the Son of God. Um, the CEB translates this phrase, the human one. He he has a an understanding of the truth at the center of the image he was born with. He's not merely uh, who his friends are or um, the place that he comes from. The truth at the center of the image he was born with is what he's embodying in the world, which is encapsulated in this phrase, the Son of God, the human one, the Son of Man. It's It's the truth at the center of the image he's born with, and he embodies that into the world. That's transformation, that's initiation, that's death leading into a life of love where everything falls away. And the only thing left to do is to live a life deeply uh, from, from a place of deep love. Uh, I, I love the story uh, about Teresa of Avila. And before she was known historically as Teresa of Avila, she was known as Teresa of Jesus. And so there's a story where she, she comes into church and there's a little boy there and she, she asks the little boy, you know, who, who are you? What are you doing there? And he asks, well, who are you? And she says, well, I'm Teresa of Jesus. Who are you? And then the little boy says, I'm Jesus of Teresa. And for her, it was this moment of meeting the Christ child and realizing that, that deep abiding grace, the acceptance Uh, that she was accepted. Uh, She had this full transformational mystical moment with the the Christ child who identified as her. She identified in in a way as him and and the the Christ child identified as her. It's the, the, um, the face that you had before you were born. It's the truth at the center of the image you were born with. Um, this Sunday was uh, the feast of Saint Francis, and Saint Francis does this in his own way. He embody he he gets it, and he embodies a way of being in the world that is truly transformational. What it what is yours? Maybe that's a question for this week. What is yours to embody in the world? If baptism is a moment that we get it, and from there can only live from the place where we realize that um, love was already a gift that um, we're now waking up to. And baptism is a testament to that ongoing transformation, to that ongoing pattern of death and resurrection, death and resurrection, dying and being raised uh, to new life in Christ. Then what is yours to embody in the world? Jesus as the Son of God, Jesus as the Son of Man, what, what is your deep story to tell? I think we'll leave it there. Um, I hope there was something in there that was um, thought-provoking or or um, helpful. 
But uh, I hope to see you sometime soon if you're in the LA area. If not, connect with us on social media. We're on uh, Instagram, <clears throat> Instagram and Facebook and all of those places. And as we say at Mission Hills, uh, as we approach this week, may we love God, embrace beauty, and live life to the fullest. Be well.